Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, in the studio. It's Tuesday morning, and the Kansas City Chiefs now know their destination this weekend. I was looking at the positive for both. One hand, if the Steelers win, we get another home game. I get to see my guys one more time. I would have loved that. Two, if the Steelers lose and the Bills win, we get an extra day of rest. Got to be positives going into Buffalo this weekend, right? Well, the theory is that the home field makes all that much difference, and Mike, I don't buy that. Would you rather have home field advantage or a day of rest? Day of rest. All day. Any day in the world, a day of rest. Look, the home field advantage, it sure is fine to play in front of your noisy fans and all the cheering and you're sleeping in your own bed, at least I assume you are, your own bed at night and so forth and so on. And and all that, sure, that does figure into it. But when it comes down to the boiling point, it's how in football, it's how you are tackling, how you are passing the ball, how you are running the ball on offense, how you are stopping the other team. It, it's a, it's a football game, and from that standpoint, it's even. That field's 100 yards, actually 120 yards for both teams. Both teams. Home field, that's a lot of rubbish. I give the Chiefs an absolutely great chance of going into Buffalo and winning. I'm of the opinion this team is really good. They, I think, showed it in their ball game that they played the, the preseason game against Miami, not preseason, but the pre-first tournament game against Miami. That it was a, a dominant performance. Sure, it was cold. It's cold for both teams. But how did Kansas City play? They dominate. Patrick Mahomes, no sacks. He was not sacked once. Offensive line was just great. Defense stymied Miami at every point. Sure, cold weather did have some effect, of course, but not that much. And a 26-7 victory I thought was very significant. Same with the Buffalo Bills. They toyed with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was allowed to stay in the game for a while, but ultimately Buffalo is the better of those two teams. Now, is Buffalo necessarily the better of the two teams when they play the Chiefs? Yes, they beat the Chiefs earlier this year in Kansas City, 21-20, to and it was a very good, exciting football game. I think another one's coming up on Sunday. Sunday evening it'll be. Incidentally, they have these TV games now to work in coalition with what the Super Bowl is. Super Bowl started at 5.30 in the afternoon. That's when the Chiefs are playing. Well, at least I'll get to go to bed early regardless of the uh, outcome. But, yeah, I, I agree with everything that you say. Um, Saturday night's win in Kansas City was the most complete, again, one of the most complete football games they played as a team on every phase of the game. Um and, you know, they, their defense, man, they shut out one of the highest-scoring offenses this entire regular season. I know it's decided in the playoffs, and saw what happened to Dallas. They were they won 12 games. They lost like that in the first round. You, you just, it's, it's football. But I am going to be positive, and day of rest, I don't care where it is, how much snow, cheese by 15, baby. All right. What the hell happened to Philly? I do not know. I absolutely do. I watched last night, and I thought, has this team forgotten how to tackle? This is tackle football. It's not touch. Their tackling was terrible. The offense couldn't get rolling. Boy, this is a team that has really hit hit the skids big time, losing six of their last seven games, lost last night to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 32-9. And here's Baker Mayfield, who hasn't been all that great in his pro career, was in college, but... 
337 yards he passed out. Admittedly, Philadelphia does have the poorest defensive backfield in football. That was a known, and their defensive backs, they need a rehauling there. But gosh, to lose like they did, and without any kind of incentive, any kind of moves, and to see Jason Kelsey crying when he left the field, it could have been his last game considering retirement. And to play like that, boy, I do not know it. Do you blame it on the coach? The coach isn't out there playing, but he is he is the individual who has to fall on his sword if, if that if it comes to that. But boy, this was not a good not a good close of the season at all for the runner up to world champions. No, and the way they started out the season, I definitely feel for Kels. Uh, obviously love him because his brother plays for my favorite team in the world. And honestly, as a former center, I have nothing but the utmost respect for that guy. The job is tough as hell, and he's one of the best that have played the game the last 10, 20 years. Um, you, know, but, you know what else that didn't, that didn't succeed in doing last night? The push-push. Yeah, well. It failed on a two-point yeah. conversion. Well, and, and uh, it seemed like the Buffalo Bills stole all their uh, mojo for the push-push. They, <laughs> they seem to be working that magic. But, yeah, it just, I, I don't know. Um, you want to say there's a, a question of discipline, like I said, with regard to the Chiefs all season long, there are certain things that players aren't doing, catching the ball first, then turning. That's all discipline. That falls on the coaches. And unfortunately, in Philadelphia, this complete collapse, it's like with so many leaders on that team in the locker room, got to be something like that. I don't I don't know oh, what no, else it could be. I do not know. There's, there's I don't know any what else. number of explanations. You could blame it on the injury to, to Hurts. He had a couple of, uh, he had a finger injury. He had the fingers taped together. He couldn't, the receivers had to turn their back to the goal line to make the catch on a lot of, he, he couldn't overthrow them. He did on one play, so I don't know. It's it's over and above us. They're out of it now, and we have a Tampa Bay Detroit Lions playoff. Mm-hmm. It might be the Lions' year. We'll see. <laughs> Not if Kansas City has anything to say about it. All right. Uh, also, kind of an interesting move by the uh, pro sports teams here in Missouri. What do you think about this thing? I think it's. I think it was long in coming along. It was discussed last summer, <clears throat> and finally came to fruition uh, earlier. Actually, earlier part of last weekend, and the teams all got together. This is all the pro sports teams now. They have taken an initiative petition, is what this is called, and they're trying to seize control from the state legislature, which has stalled the betting bill. Now, betting, Missouri is one of only, I think it's 16 states, I'm not 100% positive on that, that doesn't have legal gambling. Well, we're missing out on a lot, missing out on a great revenue. It's stalled, I believe, in the Missouri House, if I'm not mistaken, by some guy up in Warrensburg who has an item that he wants, and they can't come to an agreement, but whatever. The pro sports teams are taking this initiative petition. If they get 180,000 signatures, the bill goes on the ballot in November when we vote. If they get the 180,000 signatures on the initiative petition, I think they will. And I would suspect that in November when we go to the polls, that will be one of the voting items. Do you approve of, or however it's worded, legal gambling in Missouri? Big game for the Bears tonight. Where are they going to be at? They've been Terre Haute, Indiana at the Holman Center, which is very nice, old, but a very nice arena in downtown Terre Haute, playing Indiana State. This is not 
This is not chopped liver the Bears are playing tonight. Evansville may have been, and the Bears did beat Evansville by 10 over the weekend. But now they have Indiana State, which is 5-1 and one in the Missouri Valley Conference and 14-3 and three overall. 14 wins, 3 losses. A very good team, very high-scoring team. They'll give the Bears a t- not to say the Bears aren't going to be able to play with them. I think the Bears can. I think Missouri State has a good basketball team. But the Bears are 2-4, two, 2 wins, 4 losses in the Valley, and 10 wins, 7 losses overall. So Indiana State quite obviously be favored. It is a big game. The Bears have begun to show signs of emerging from the doldrums which they were in last week. So we'll see what happens when they play a good ball club like like Indiana State. And I think Missouri State will comport themselves very well on the court at Pullman Center. This is a really interesting arena, too. It was built right at the time of Larry Bird. And he was running wild to Indiana State. And they used to fill the place. It seems probably 10... 10-5, somewhere around there. But they haven't been able to fill it since. And we'll see what happens when a big game comes up tonight. Big game pulled off. We'll see. Uh, Mizzou definitely facing a major test on the court as well. How major is it? Well, they're going to Tuscaloosa to play Alabama. Alabama is football, folks. Everybody knows that. But you know what? Nate Oates, their coach, has made this a basketball team as well. They are 3-0 and in the Southeastern Conference, undefeated and among the co-leaders. And they are 11-5 and and nationally ranked overall. Missouri has struggled. Now, while Alabama is undefeated in the league, Missouri doesn't have a conference victory. They are 0-3, and, and they're 8-8 eight and eight over the overall. Tigers are capable, but they haven't been able to get in rhythm again. Kind of like, it's almost like the Philadelphia Eagles, if you can make a, a comparison of them. They're just not there. They have the talent. They have the people who can shoot and, and rebound. But they just simply have not been able to develop a cohesiveness. We'll find out what happens tonight. It's Missouri and Alabama playing at the same time that Missouri State is playing Indiana. One of the things I love the most and have loved the most as a lifelong Chiefs fan is when everyone calls us <laughs> Going into the divisional round of the playoffs in Buffalo, the Chiefs are the underdog by two and a half points, but that's just the home field advantage. Exactly what it is, the home field advantage. Skill-wise, actually, the home field advantage is three, so they're being given a half a point at this point. But two and a half is the margin. Buffalo's favored by that, and I think that's probably indicative of how good a football game we'll see. Very well-played, high-balanced game against two good teams, Hopefully the weather conditions are going to be okay over the weekend. You never know in Buffalo because they get that ridiculous lake effect snow, which is what they had and forced a one-day postponement. But I really think they'll play at 5.30 on Saturday evening, and I think we'll see a lot of of good football coming up in Buffalo, New York. Excited, nervous, but that's what this month is all about, Ned. You stay warm, and I will see you manana.